Welcome to the Sam Dean Podcast, where we talk about life uncensored. Our podcast is brought to you today by Van Zant Coffee. The best locally roasted, best tasting coffee you can get. Try some at vanzantcoffee.com. Hope you enjoy. All right, we're back uh, today on the podcast. I have Patrick Spruill back for his second episode. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you, Sam. Good to be back. Uh, we've had a big day today. We've um, we've tried new beers. We've shocked. <laughs> we've shocked Murphy. Um, I was shocked. And I'll explain more on that before you jump all over me. But uh, the other day we put up some deer blinds. Uh, it's been a busy but weird week, and we'll kind of go over that. But uh, got some new hats. We got new hats in for the Lost County Ranch. We went over pricing for our our hunting uh, season and uh, roasted a bunch of Van Zant coffee. So I'm I'm glad I can finally relax. It's Friday. My birthday was this week. Happy birthday! Uh, thank you. And man, now it's it's finally good to relax. Okay, so the first point I want to get to is we've Lone Star beer. Lone Star Lights specifically is my favorite beer. Patrick, he's, he's not joking. What? He's not pandering. What? Who? What is your favorite beer? First of all, let's get into. Let's get into it. I mean, of all the beers, and uh, and why? I would have to say, cold and close by. And free. Free is even better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really. Well, okay. to, to 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 round it off, okay. but. We all agree on <coughs> that. We all agree on that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to be cute. Um, again, you ask me these very difficult, poignant questions right off the bat. Uh, I, I'm a big Lone Star fan. I, I got to spend some time in San Antonio where that is, you know, that is the – I mean, it's the state beer of Texas, let's face it. But National beer of Texas. Right, correct, when we were our own republic. Um, <coughs> although I don't think Lone Star was around back then. Anyway, yeah, I, I – so, All right, so what do they – what do they drink? I'm sorry, but what did they drink during the Texas Revolution? Uh, what was Jim Bowie drinking in the Alamo? Whiskey, man, corn whiskey. Corn whiskey. That, how did he get that? Did they – they have a, a – were they steel? We, we had uh, – yeah, you just – you know, somebody was making some mash and, and just just making moonshine. You know? They had the big jugs, the big growler-type jugs. Yeah. With ceramic, I guess. Ceramic. Clay. Yeah. yeah. With the cork in it. I imagine they drank a lot of mezcal. And, yeah. Uh, such as that. But that was, you know, water was tainted. So you, like, you were safer, you know, from getting disease or, or cholera or yeah. for drinking either fermented beer or. Yeah. I bet a lot of those guys are dehydrated, like walking around. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, but, but also in their own kind of, think about, you know, the what how history that most of those guys were drunk, you know, a lot of the time. Yeah, well, Jim Bowie especially. Sam Houston. Sam Houston was a drunk. Cause, yeah. uh, that was his Indian name. I think what, they called him. What, tri- what tribe was he with? Whenever Cherokee. He, he, he was li- Cherokee. He yeah. lived with, they call it, I think his his Indian name was The Raven. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Dan Rather that wrote a, I think he wrote a biography about Sam Houston. The one that was the recent one? Uh, I read one maybe 20 years ago that was really, really good. Uh, I don't know if Dan Rather did that, but. There was one uh, Sam uh, Sam Houston and something. I just read it. I can't. I have to look it up. But 
Um, I love getting off topic. I love Texas history because growing up, my grandmother, Daddy Bill's wife, uh, Ruth Dean, her maiden name was Travis. So when I was a kid, I remember somebody telling me, hey, you're related to William Barrett Travis from the Alamo. And since then, look behind your right shoulder. That's the letter William Barrett Travis wrote to Sam Houston in distress, or actually to the people of the United States, everybody. Called arms. Uh, but yeah. I got I bought that at the Alamo when Ashley and I visited. But, Beautiful. Um, I've been very intrigued with the Alamo, with William Travis drawing his line in the sand and saying, hey, you guys are free to go if you want, but we're going to stay here. We're going to fight to the death to buy Sam Houston more time to, to train his army and to fight on the right circumstance to beat Santa Ana. They were <clears throat> exactly that. Houston was hoping that, you know, he was waiting on reinforcements. He kept, mm-hmm. you know, believing that any day and was it <clears throat> Fannin that got tied up at Goliad? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and so Colonel Fannin was a West Pointer. However, he didn't graduate. He, he, he quit or got kicked out at some point. So he was a West Point cadet, got kicked out, came back. So yeah, at Goliad, they thought they thought reinforcements were going to come from Goliad, but that ended up being a massacre. Right. Uh, it's uh, no, it's fascinating stuff. I I recently you love music, I love music. The um, the the Spanish um, is it called the the Gallo or I I can't remember what it's called, but what what they played to say no quarter and uh, yeah, it's a beautiful sad. And to think about the red flag they raised yeah. to to put yourself and to hear that being played, knowing that it, it's there is no turning back. You know, yeah. that's that's dedication and commitment. And, <clears throat> you know, obviously, you know, we have as Texans, we we tend to have a lot of pride in our history and in our individualism. But, you know, the Alamo was made up of of men, volunteers, all volunteers. And that's from New York, Pennsylvania, every, every Tennessee. colony. Yes. A lot of Tennesseans and, and Southern Mississippians and Alabama folk. Yeah. And, and yeah, it was Travis, <coughs> it was uh, a mixed bag. William Travis, uh, came, came from Alabama, uh, South Carolina. And then he came from Alabama. He was a lawyer mm-hmm. and, uh, a de- he had a newspaper, it was failed business, and his wife, him and his wife, got divorced. He had a son, but he moved to Texas right. and uh, tried to start a new life. A lot of those guys were yeah. quasi outlaws. Qua- you know, mm-hmm. they were chasing people who owed them money, or there was so much speculation uh, of land and trying to, 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 you know. Which is, I believe, the the root of why Santa Ana, and I want to say rightfully so, <laughs> I mean, basically thought he was being invaded by by you know illegal immigrants. They they yeah. weren't adhering to the to the Spanish and then Mexican doctrine. And also, you know, of course, Gonzalez, where you see the come and take it, the hundred pounder. Here's the ugly truth of a lot of this, and I, I hate to bring it up, but. When I went to West Point, one of my instructors, actually uh, Chuck Steele, who's also one of my football coaches, he's like, Sam, don't you know that the Texas Revolution was about slavery? And I said, no, I didn't know that because they didn't teach that in Texas history. Yeah, of course they didn't. So slavery was illegal in Mexico, but 
a lot of these Texicans. As was Protestantism. Like, you were supposed to be Catholic if you wanted to. So, a lot of these guys were like, well, screw that. And, you know, we need to have our own deal, our own independence. And they were tired of Mexicans, you know, soldiers being, you know, fortified in their town and stuff. And that's why they started revolting. And, uh, you know, I had no clue about the slavery thing until I went to college. And he's like, yeah, man, that, that was one of the big deals of it. And, of course, that's just not talking Legal about. slavery versus yeah. what the Spanish had done throughout, you know, obviously North, Central, and South America from day one. They enslaved the local populace in the Indian Native American populace in Mexico and put them in the mines. And under the guise mm-hmm. of converting the, the barbarian or the pagans to Catholicism or to Christianity. So it was slavery but justified through religion mm-hmm. whereas legalized slavery that they had in the United States was illegal so yeah. again semantics you know we recently Ashley and I one of my West Point classmates unfortunately was killed or actually died Doug O'Dara we went down to Houston to his funeral but we were eight, when we went down there we were, I've never been to San Jacinto we went to San Jacinto Monument which was a really cool place that a lot of people don't know about. It is weird to be there, right? To yeah. walk on the field. Like, this is where it happened. Yeah. You know? so. And I, you know, recently read that book. So I took me and George, walked like over the, the, I knew where, and they're, it's, they're gr- it's a great little park because it has like these little placards that say, okay, this is where artillery was. This is where uh, the ambush came from. Or this is where, you know, Sam Houston's slowly. You know, came up over their encampment. Like Coe's and Santa yeah. Ana were, were camped here. Yeah. And they had pickets here and pickets here. Yeah. But, again, you know, it, it, everything's oversimplified the way we learned it, of right. course. You know, like everybody was taking a nap and, and Houston's jumped on them. It wasn't quite that yeah, simple. Yeah, and, and I think it's Clark's Ferry was the ferry behind. But I was going to say, weren't they backed up yeah. into uh, where they – Houston had them. I yeah. mean, it was – And, you know, and I hate – I hate to bring this up again, but I'm about to have – I've asked Virgil Melton to be on my podcast. He's a Vietnam vet, 19 years old. There's a – on Google, if you Google it, it's called Breakfast at Ben High. It's a it's a piece that he wrote. He was in the Marines in Vietnam. He was a tanker. And it, one morning, he went up to north in the DMZ. His, his company drove their tanks north came up on a battalion of Viet Cong cooking breakfast up on this hill and they started laying waste and it's the same type of thing as San Jacinto caught them sleep caught them with their pants down and um, we're going to have him on there talking about it in the future I'm excited for that but San Jacinto if you've never been there man it's a great monument it's taller than the Washington Monument and uh, Texas just they there's it's illegal to have anything taller than the Washington Monument, like a like a, a monument. So Texas apparently they didn't they didn't count the base until after the fact, <laughs> and just of course that's a Texas thing. Well, we don't count good but neither. You, but you can go, yeah, <laughs> you can go in there, take the elevator to the top. It's great. It's in Houston, um, but it's surrounded 
by it's the bayou man it's surrounded by oil and gas now shell owns all of these refineries around it so it's the spot is beautiful but whenever you look out all you see is oil and gas refineries I think there was one on fire last year or something that they had to sh- – or it was within the last couple of years they had to shut down the park for a while mm-hmm. because of one of the oil and gas refineries, and so you couldn't even visit the state park. And Well, so that's Texas there too, yeah. you know. So. so anyway, he finally – he kept retreating and retreating. He finally – Virgil. Virgil Melton. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking Sam Houston now. Oh, okay. Virgil We're didn't back. retreat. Virgil. No, exactly. No, they yeah. just took him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm with you, Dad. We're back yeah. to we're back to Houston's, <laughs> and, and he was getting cussed left and right yeah. by the uh, by what his soldiers. Well, that I mean, but mostly, you know, they they had, if I remember correctly, and, and I'm a Rusk, Thomas Jefferson Rusk, uh, it is my ancestor, and he was the um, the Secretary of War. They when they mm-hmm. declared their independence, they had a war cabinet, and it met in Washington on the Brazos. And uh, is in that around, is that around College Station and Bryan and that kind of area? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe somewhere down in there, but uh, but so, close enough yeah. to Louisiana where they could get across the border if they had to. And uh, and Rusk actually resigned. He was one of the only. Everybody was cussing Houston and calling him a coward and wanted right. him replaced and said he wouldn't stand and fight. Which again, he was outnumbered about what 10 to 1 or something i mean with yeah. like the, the the napoleon of the west you yeah. know and antonio lopez de santa yeah, yeah. who and, uh, later on in life went to the washington many times and he was a six-time president of mexico <laughs> and is credited with inventing chewing gum well there you go he brought the, the like some type of uh forgot the name of it some type of gum tree to washington and is 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 credited with inventing like the the craze of chewing gum, which is also pretty cool. But yeah, yeah. He might have brought some cocaine with him or coca leaves. Who knows? Probably so. But so yeah, Texas history. So now Lone Star beer. I like the Lone Star Light, which is the blue can or the blue bottle. And Lone Star is cool because you know the bottles, the ca- under the cap there's a a little pictogram puzzle. Little puzzle, pictogram puzzle. And Ashley and I, my wife Ashley, lovely wife, thinks she is better than me on the, <laughs> on the puzzles, and she is. But uh, so she doesn't think it; she knows it. Yeah, she is. So there's, you know, there's like three pictures, and you have to figure out the phrase or whatever. There's also a number you, and you can look it up online if you can't, if you get stumped. However, it's in poor taste to look it up before the end of the fun. So you need to. I don't look them up. It, yeah, it, some people are diehards. They never, they will never look it up. He'll Patrick might keep that cap for. I'll keep it until I figure it out. Ten or fifteen years, That's if correct. necessary. That's but, correct. Um, it's in poor taste to look it up immediately. You need to keep it on the table. You know, whoever gets it gets a free drink from the cra- from the maybe the party or whatever. But it's a cool little game. Makes um, you think. It back to that whole. You know, just because we're from Texas and, and we talk slow doesn't mean we think slow. You know, mm-hmm. that's just keeping our minds sharp. And today, though, uh, for my birthday, I turned 37 on the 19th. And Bess and Mike Suarez, they own this package store called Come and Take It Great in store. Athens. They have every beer you've ever wanted, every bottle of wine you've ever wanted. 
great like organic food and in snacks in and stuff. Athens, Texas. In yeah. Athens, Texas. It's right behind Bacon Chevrolet, but it's on Larkin Street. And Best does CrossFit. So does her mom and dad, by the way. But we love these guys. And she, her and Mike gave me a six-pack of Lone Star's new beer. And it's called Rio Jade. And it's a classic Mexican-style lager. And so the, the can is, is Mexican-style. And it's like turquoise and... Is that turquoise or that? Yeah, yeah. That's kind yeah. of a kind of a southwest and and yeah. I I like the design here. It's kind of got the agave look, you know. Yeah. And uh, and it like you're saying, <clears throat> like the Mexican lager is really a German lager, you know, and like Tecate and all that was actually mm-hmm. by German brewmasters. That's what this we were talking about before we went off onto a world. Military history. Yeah, history uh, that's history probably lesson. wrong. but No, no. I would say we're probably <laughs> quite right. But uh, no. Exactly. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was going to – you were asking me what you what I think this tastes like. It's not as sweet, which I pref- I, I like that. I don't right. like a you lot of sugar. You don't need sweet. It's bad yeah. for you. Yeah. I don't care for it. And, uh, yeah, I think this is – having had one of these, that's very smooth. I, I like the flavor. Um, I like it. It's good. Uh, to me, it's not – it's really not as sweet as the, the, the regular Lone Star or Lone Star Light. So I think it you know, it has that it has the I don't feel like it's a Mexican style beer. I don't think it tastes like Corona or Dos Equis or Tecate. To me, it's more of that Bach, but a little of course I had just burped a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's good. I like it. Yeah. I, I give it. I mean, good aftertaste. I would. I, I've had one. So. Yeah, I would buy it again. Yeah. It's. It says made it in. Op- Where's the Lone Star Brewery at? Uh, I mean, the original ones in San Antonio. It says but, made uh, in Austin. Yeah, this they obviously have moved. Have moved. Yeah. Probably got sold. Or, or have sold or something. Or I would say probably have a, a subsidiary yeah. there, maybe. But I don't know. Why don't you call Michael? We need to get Michael on the line. Yeah. He's called 1 uh, 800 <laughs> Lost Coyote Ranch Bar. Exactly. So, when I was in uh, the Army or whatever, we drank Yingling, which is the yes. the nation's oldest brewery. Pennsylvania? In, yeah, Philadelphia. So, Yingling. Pretty good. You can't buy it west of the Mississippi River. They don't sell it west of the Mississippi River. So, I've only had it, I want to say, in Florida. Yeah, it's I've, I've never been north of the Mason-Dixon outside of Chicago. I wonder why they don't sell it west of the Mississippi. If that's a, whose rule is that? Do you think that maybe that the the water is something? Maybe it changes. They can't. Yeah. I I don't know. If you know the answer to that, uh, you know what? Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Yingling, also a great beer. It sounds Asian, but it's not. All right. So I'm gonna say why. You can't buy Yingling. Maybe in the army and they in Fort Benning, Georgia, they'd be like, "Give me a Yingling." <laughs> um, you talking about them old Southern boys? Yingling decided that if, that if they couldn't brew and distribute an, enough beer for the whole state, they wouldn't sell it at all. It seems they might just see. They are in about fifteen to twenty states along the East Coast. Hey George, you are you playing games online with Cassidy? But George, my son George just walked in. He's playing online games. Welcome George. Welcome to the show, George. <laughs> uh, I don't understand. 
Okay. Welcome, welcome again. Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, we don't. Understand you're anything. you're a perfect perfect co-host. So currently, you can only get Leeling, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, New York, Delaware, Maryland, Washington D.C., Virginia, West Virginia, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, and Alabama. Those are some. Some of those are fine states. So anyway, it's a good beer too. So if you ever, you know, I'm kidding. They're all fine. They're all fine. America. I love Um, America. But Lone, I bet Lone Star is like that too. You know, my friends and. Uh, well, it's you're you're you ev- like it because it's it, you know it's your deal. I like court back to just so you're talking about American domestics. I like just regular Coors, you know, the banquet beer. You Coors know, original. Like Coors original. Like that's if I just pound for pound. If somebody said, "Hey, I'm buying beer. I don't want to drink a hundred of them. I might, but uh, you know, like that's probably just I bet you my can. favorite. I could probably try." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, yokey, okay. But uh, the banquet beer is stout. Uh, but it was quality. But it wasn't that. I mean, that just made me you telling that about Yingling wasn't Coors before like 1970s. You couldn't get it outside of Colorado, and uh, yeah. you had to drive up there to get it and bring it back. And wasn't it what Smokey and the Bandit was about? Was like they were running Coors to. A race in Florida. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to call Michael Severe and ask him that. Question. This is some heavy stuff now. So, original Coors. First of all, when I think about the Yellow Belly, and I just bought a twenty-four pack of that or a case of that when I was in Colorado, just delicious. And I was the only one that was able to drink it. All my friends are drinking Michelob Ultra, and Ashley's drinking. Um, she likes the uh, Stella. Stella. Stella Artois. Stella's great beer. But, yeah, it's delicious. Um, General Norman, but it's it, not very because still it's not very. Sh- it it doesn't overpower you with yeah with the flavor. Uh, one of my best friends, Travis Norman, his dad, John Earl. Everybody knows John Earl Norman. He yeah, loves. I used a to yellow, haul hay for John Earl. He know yeah. he loves a good yellow belly. Still does. And uh, that's what I think about. But you know, there's a lot of there's like five point something percent alcohol in that. So it's I think it's a five flat. Hell hell of a lot of calorie. It's like a Budweiser. I mean, it, it's exactly those are the only two. Mick uh, Miller doesn't have anything really outside of maybe High Life to compete it's, as far as like a full a, beer. It's probably a High Life, but High Life's kind of on a lower scale. Right. But we have it out here at the Los Cody Ranch bunk, bunkhouse. Love it. Because you can get a 30-pack for seventeen, seventy-five. Um. So anyway, uh, in high school, Zach heard through a party at his parents' house on Old City Lake. They, uh, Elisa and JL heard have this awesome house. Backs up to the Old City Lake in Canton. He had a keg of original Coors and, uh, in the backyard. I remember that party. I stayed there <laughs> a little too late. Little too, little too long. Little yeah. too long. But anyway, I remember that. That's good. What was your song that we were working on? Let's not talk about it. Well, no. Let's talk. Let's bring it up. The song. Well, I don't want somebody to just you know run just into the. the so yeah. We're trying to write a song in the in the. Um, it's always longer than you think. So mm. I just got back from Colorado. Whenever you're on a hike, you think the end, the the peak, the summit's just right around the corner, but it's always longer than you think. So you might as well just sit here and drink. 
I guess it's like kind of keep kind of keep the goal in sight, but don't get too excited. Don't think that you're there yet. Right. Just yeah. enjoy the hike and don't wear yourself out. It, One foot in front of the other. Anything. Just enjoy the view. Enjoy the ride. In the army, we do these like twelve mile foot marches, and I remember I was always like, man, around this corner, I'm gonna see the finish line. It never came, you know. So you just had to just you just had to just embrace it and just yeah. and just go, and then eventually it would come. And uh, it's just like that on a hike. You see these false peaks. You look up when you're hiking up a mountain, and you see what you think is the peak, but it's a false peak. You, when you get to that one, there's another one. When you get to that one, there's another one. And mm. it just keeps going on and on until eventually you get there. It's just life. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's <laughs> 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 you can see my wheels turn on. <laughs> he's, he's, over there with, he's thinking about lyrics over there. I'm thinking about a lot of things, man. <laughs> So, I give this Rio Jade. If it, it's something different, and it's I, good, I, I I'll recommend, recommend this. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Thank you, Bess and Mike. Yes, great, great people. Yeah, um, I'll have to look into that next time I'm in Austin, which I may go down soon to to do a little jam session with the guys. Um, I will look into that, and find out where that. I want to know is. where this is brewed. And uh, Austin's blown up all the hill country with, and it, which is funny to me because there's not a lot of water out there. Like water is your key component to this. I what mean, do you think about Tesla building their Cybertruck in Austin? They just picked that as a site. That's gonna be bring even more people there. You talking about the band? No, yeah. Tesla, the car. It ain't company. what you got; it's what you give. Yeah. No, I think that's amazing. I mean, that's where else would you go? You know, I mean, Austin's so receptive to to. That I mean, you know, it's just it's yeah. so different than anywhere else it, in in Texas or the South, really, mm-hmm. for that matter. But our la- if you haven't heard it, our my second episode, I have Patrick on, and we talk about places to go, especially live music venues in Austin, places to visit, um, recommendations, whatnot. This I guess this episode's the beer episode, uh, or the Texas history episode. This is whatever episode, Cualquieres. So. Oh, just joining us is our ranch hand, Enrique. Hey, Enrique, how you doing today? Doing good, boss. Uh, doing good, boss. <laughs> so <laughs> Patrick uh, does it. We've been working on a couple of stand-up routines, but Patrick's got this uh, character called Enrique that uh, is a ranch hand, but he's on the back of a truck, and every time when uh, I wonder if he's all right in the back, He's very positive. Enrique is very yeah. <coughs> he's he's pretty much the antithesis of me. Like he's he's the ultimate optimist and he doesn't say a lot, but he can use basically one phrase to kind of communicate it all. Yeah, if I'm if I'm got it in reverse of the power wagon, I'm I'm pulling back the, the uh, hook up the dump trailer. I keep coming back and back and he yells uh you know, like if you say Am I good? You know, then Enrique can can certainly say, You're okay! <laughs> like, you getting close? You're okay! <laughs> it hits the, hits the top of the truck. Yeah. And then, bang. And then, bam. You got a little dent. But, uh, <clears throat> but it's, you okay. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. <laughs> Multiple uses. Like, don't worry. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's don't. that's don't worry. You okay? You okay? You okay? How do like you s- you okay? How do you say uh, 
or Choke. I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to inform you, but your your parents have died in a in a plane crash. Choke. It's okay. You okay? You okay? Uh, how do you say uh, happy birthday? You okay? Uh, if I'm ordering uh, fajitas and I want, uh, okay, I say, uh, please have a full order of fajitas. I want steak, and you're you're writing it down on a piece of paper. Yo, okay. And, and uh, uh, guacamole. Uh, flour tortillas, please. Si, claro, yo okay, boss. Um. The reason this is because I knew a guy who really was this. I, I was a foreman, and I was I spoke Spanish all day, every day. I love my guys. I had a father, son. Nobody worked harder. You know these, and I was out with them every day. I learned so much. Really, truly, just <clears throat> you know, a man's worth. You know, obviously, you know that from the military. Like, is what he does. You know, mm-hmm. and and what he does in front of you, but. I had one guy that he was that he bar- he didn't say much. He always grinned. It didn't matter. We'd work fifty hour weeks and triple digits, and he would just okay. <laughs> I'd say, "Y'all ready for lunch? Lunch?" He'd say, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. He loved it. Yeah. So I, I mean, that's yeah. a tribute. That's not me it's making a, fun yeah, of anybody. No, you know, it, that's really that's truly like it makes me kind of smile and get into that. When I'm a pes- when I feel pessimistic, which I do quite often. When I, <laughs> I mentioned I mentioned so. fajitas and I thought Mexican food. Yeah. I just want to give a shout out to two places. What do you think about barbecue? It's okay. It's okay. Well, no barbecue. Well, no, no. I just you know obviously. To me, is it no. Joke? That it's is okay. that is more than you're yeah. okay. So, ENS barbecue. Let's talk so about So my ranch is in Walton, which is halfway between Canton and Athens. But ENS barbecue is is the place you. If you're driving from Canton to Athens, it's on the right. It's a yellow. It used to be a former gas station. You can turn off to Purtis Creek. ENS stands for Enrique. And what was the daughter's name? What was this little girl's name? Um, oh, man. Starts with an S, obviously. <laughs> Not Selena. No. Uh, um, we'll have to get back to you on that one. Anyway, ENS is Enrique, who we've met, who's basically four years old. The daughter's her start name starts with an S. ENS Barbecue. They have the best barbecue, and great brisket. They have great the, sides. They have a brunch cheeseburger that has an egg and bacon on top. Delicious. It's awesome. Deliciosa but, is más que joke. True ranchers will order the Walton burrito. Yes. And it's a awesome it'll get you through the day burrito with brisket, spicy barbecue, home beans, fri- home fries. Home fries, cheese, sour cream. Yeah, There's good. stuff in there that I don't know what. It's magic. It's 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 more than joke. So if you haven't been to this place, go. And in in Athens, after we teach cross or after I teach CrossFit, Patrick's roasting, whatever. We go to Jalisco, which is a Mexican place on Highway 31. Take a right past the courthouse in Athens. Go under the railroad tracks. It's on the right, and you can get. Three breakfast tacos for about four dollars and fifty cents, and Mia in there is one of the best waitresses. She's delightful. Yeah, she's incredible, and it, it's just a great Mexican food place. Very authentic. Um, they take care of you in there. Absolutely. Two of my favorite spots. I'm telling you, man. I'm so glad that I got to come home and just stopped in to say hi one day, and 
have been running with you for what five six weeks now and uh man you're turning me on to some stuff in athens i had been a long time since i had any reason to go through athens texas you know the only reason i came to athens as a kid was to go to the uh the movie theater or what it was a mazio there was a mazio's the building's still there yeah yeah it's still right there there's only ken's pizza and and rounders gotta figure that out but um no, Athens is cool. We have a CrossFit gym, CrossFit Van Zandt South, located there, and our, our coffee roastery for Van Zandt Coffee. Um, it's on 19 there, right on the right, right before you get to Athens. And, you know, I like Athens just like I like Canton. It's a, it's a good town. Um, but I want to talk today about, I said I shocked my dog. And so we just went... <laughs> To Colorado, and Patrick was here. He he house it. We watched Murphy and Freckles, my two dogs, and and Murphy was pissed. And can well, you, can you take <coughs> us through everything that transpired the moment we oh, left? Yeah. I really just, let's just go through yeah, it. I really don't want to relive it. This but, is therapy. Um, yeah. This this episode for you, mm-hmm. you needed this. This is therapy. Sure, let's sure. talk about it. Let's get it out there. <laughs> Brought to you by Lone Star. So um, yeah, but let me stop you for one second. Are you going to Dr. Phil me? Well, I mean, what was y'all's – so you thought you were <laughs> in charge, and you didn't – you weren't really in charge of anything, were you? That's really kind of how it starts I off. I told you on day one that Murphy was ranch manager. Mm-hmm. But we left out, and I was like, Patrick, you know, here's the dog, here's the food, here's the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murphy, this is his office when he goes in, when you're yeah. gone. It was uh, pretty basic. I didn't yeah. give you a lot of tools. But I didn't really need – I didn't think I needed much, you know, to be honest. Um, I'm an old dog man from way back, uh, old farmer, old rancher. <clears throat> didn't really know Murph for a long time, although I I certainly, you know, was gone for a lot of years. But thought we were in pretty good shape. Um, you know, we started out a little bit tricky about three hours after Sam, Ashley, and George left. Um with one of the three pet ducks completely ruined in the front yard. So that was either – so George named the, the pet ducks. It was Ronald, mm-hmm. Donald, Ronald, Donald, or Ray, Huey, Raiden. Raiden. Because I always thought Ronald Raiden, the president. Ronald Raiden, yeah. Raiden, sure. though, instead of Reagan. Right. So Ronald, Donald, or Raiden. We don't know which one. I'm not sure that we didn't have some kind of weird love triangle out there that it, I wasn't the only person, the only dog involved outside was Freckles. Yeah. And I have to, like, my dog Remy was here, and and certainly she's not perfect, but she's a little older and has been through certain things. She's been corrected yeah. on certain things. And uh, I think she learned once she snatched a chicken's butt one day and got a pretty good beat down she's never never really had any problems with birds but um <clears throat> i honestly couldn't believe it was freckles because she's so sweet and she's still a puppy and although getting to be a big girl seven uh, months old they yeah you need to get her spayed but uh let me just say this this was like a serial killer like she had this wasn't just like it was ripped to pieces like a like a coyote would or a wolf would or or any kind of badger or, or something. This was she took the neck off at the body. It was like somebody cleaned it. 
and then removed its breasts and of course took its took its bottom section hip flexors perfectly it was like someone had used surgical tools <clears throat> i never saw her do it and i didn't want to believe it until i whistled for her. she came in grinning with feathers just falling out of her <laughs> mouth so uh, i would just say this if i had to choose you know whether to be the defense or the prosecution Safe bet would be the prosecution. Yeah. You know what I mean? Circumstantial evidence did not look good so for Freckles. Freckles, uh, Las Pecas. Also, also known as Las Pecas Dean, yeah. uh, was a rescue dog. She came up to CrossFit Advantage at South in Athens one day. I had a great day one day. I rented out this piece of property that I, I couldn't find a renter for. and uh, I rented it out, and Freckles came up to the back door, was starving, you know, ribs showing her. She had mange on her ear. Ear was flopped over, and George was with me. And George goes, "Dad's a puppy." And Freckles started licking George on the cheek. And George said, "Ooh, I love her so much." And you know, I had such a great day. I was like, you know, George, put her in a truck. Let's take her to the ranch. Today is your lucky day. And we just picked up this dog and took her home. I put a put a thing on Facebook. You know, hey, is this anybody's dog? No. And we decided to keep her, and we've gotten her shots and everything, and she's been a really good ranch dog. She's a great dog. She's sweet. She's smart, and she's a survivor. I mean, like, there's, like, again, she's – that was unfortunate. But, like I say, I just can't believe she waited three hours, <clears throat> and y'all y'all weren't even through Fort Worth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was already tearing that thing apart. And she killed a duck. And yeah. She knows. She's gone after them before. Murph's gone after the ducks before. Because we, you know, they come, they used to come to the yard and we fed them. Not anymore. Not anymore. But, <clears throat> you know, we when we spank them, they hey, no, those are our pets. Don't take them. But, you know, those ducks are juicy, man. They're like a big, juicy animal. And Freckles killed one three hours uh, when we left on our vacation. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was day one. That was day one. Yeah. So take us from there. So, yeah, you know, and Freckles is outdoor, <coughs> excuse me, and Murph is, is indoor-outdoor. And so I thought Murph, I didn't realize there were any issues with, you know, whether or not he may think about not hanging around. I mean, you got to explain to people that we're off Highway 19, which is a north-south thoroughfare, 70-mile-an-hour, <coughs> you know, zone. Mm-hmm. It's always got traffic. I mean, yep. it's it's just – it's unreal, and um, and we, I learned after about what was it, and, and no problems for three days, mind you. So y'all left Saturday, yeah. on Tuesday afternoon, I had come back from Canton, I believe I had that run some errands and came back, let the dogs out, thirty minutes. I'm cleaning up in the kitchen, doing some stuff, and that's all three. Your dog, your two, and mine outside thinking everybody's getting along great we had been for what three four days yeah come outside they're gone your two dogs are gone freckles and murphy have hit the road so i put remy inside jump in the truck i don't even know where to begin you know you've got 60 acres behind us that are just dense woods you know and and uh start bushwhacking you know so yeah it was there was really it was pretty pretty panicky after Ten minutes of driving around, going to hogging the horn, calling them, and so I went down 
to uh, the next county road, which is where you can see your neighbors back, you know, 3,800. Yep. Across the, across the pasture there. And, uh, did not see him, couldn't find him, was starting to get really nervous. I was about to call your brother Luke and say, hey, man, can you come help me look for these and keep me from freaking out, you know. And uh, Because, let's face it, I mean, if I lose those dogs, I got to quit my job. I can't come to family gatherings anymore. Yep. I can't ever see y'all, can't no ever doubt. look at you. Yeah, I mean, this is some serious stuff. And uh, sure enough, you're <laughs> – sure enough, you're, you're – you're, you're, uh, neighbor and and CrossFit member Pat Hooper. Uh, yep, no old Pat says, "Hey man, I was about to call Sam and he, they were fight like he another neighbor had called him." Yeah, and, and yeah. So and I didn't have anybody's number, didn't know what to do. Like, well, we got a we were we hiked Handy's Handy's Peak that day, mm-hmm. and 14er uh, actually made the summit. George and I kind of waited; we could see the summit, but George was breaking down at that point and i remembered he's six years old and he shouldn't be hiking 14ers but uh we got off the mountain got back to silverton colorado got a message from the neighbor saying hey i think i got your dogs here one of them has a green halter on which is embarrassing to say murphy wouldn't want to be that green his his body harness he called it a green halter Mm. Which I'm thinking like a training bra or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Murphy's sexy. Murphy's way too muscular for a training bra. But anyway, mm-hmm. I love Murphy. It, yeah, I love him too. I mean, believe me, if I didn't, I really wouldn't have cared to be honest. But um, but yeah, it was stressful. <clears throat> and then we were got him back. Got it gave me some reflection. Made me think about everything a little bit, a little bit more. And um, and I. And we went back to normal, and no problem. And I still didn't put him on a leash. We went. I just went out with him. I'd be feeding the cows. Murph would be doing his business. I mean, literally twenty yards away, and I've got one eye on him, and and your six Angus in front of me. Dump the sack, turn around, and I can't find him. And I mean, he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, there's, and, uh, there's definitely roadkill on 19 or somewhere over there that house they might be feeding them over there i don't know something weird the point is that he went in three different directions like and he didn't do it every time he only did it once every seven times for the first few days and then i realized well this is not happening he cannot be trusted well let me tell you this this is where i break with a dog when i tell you to do something and call you whistle and again this guy will do it nine times out of ten even with me you know, and, and in the house, we're, we're yeah. buddies. You know, we have, he's at my feet. Yeah. I'm scratching him. I feed him. We're, yes. we're, 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 I can't go to the bathroom by myself. Right. He, he's, you know, you know he's, yeah. he's, he's in charge. Like I said, I think he was counting the silverware, honestly, yeah. but um, <laughs> rightfully so. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was intense. Indoor and outdoor Murphy are different things. But when he looked at me and I said, don't do it. And he was about to go around the gate. Into the high, into Highway 19. Yeah, Here he sure death. Yeah. I said, "Come on now!" And I screamed at him, <laughs> and I and I and I and I was gentle. <laughs> tried I, I tried every yeah. every Inflection. vocal yeah. range. Yeah, I, I I mean, and I meant every bit of it when I was yeah. when I scream it like I want to murder you. I meant it, and uh, yeah. please, I love you. Don't do it. I meant it. He just cocked his head at me. 
and said, so, said, I'm see you. Yeah. I'm gone. Turned around and ran. And and again, let me let me reference I'm in, you know, I'm in like flip flops or crocs or whatever whatever it was and I'm having to sprint and I'm just seeing like I'm just waiting for it. Like it's about <laughs> yeah. to happen right in front of me. Yeah. And I'm willing it not to. I'm visualizing it not happening. And this old boy in a big I wanna say three quarter or one ton blocked nineteen with his flashers on. Had turned around, saw me in distress, saw Mur- saw what Murphy was doing, yeah, and said, "I got one just like him." <laughs> <laughs> he said, yeah. "I I seen him cock his head back at you, <laughs> and gone." And I yeah. and he turned around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's still good people out yeah. there, man. You know, and again, yeah. that guy might have changed, might have made the difference because yeah. I don't know how he. I, I don't know how I would get to him if he went across the road and there's traffic. I mean, it was it was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. So, and by the way, I don't have any kids. I mean, I you know, yeah. like, like this is these are the things that it makes me say hats off to to any parent, any caretaker of anything that's dependent upon you, whether it's goldfish. It's it's responsibility. So unless you're prepared to do it, don't. <laughs> so, but we got him back, and after yeah. that, he was on the leash. And we, and uh, like I say, I think yeah. he's he's somebody who did, who needs institutionalization. Like yes. he cannot handle freedom, and I will never ever let him off a leash outside. Murphy, ever again. bless his heart, has a pea brain. And I can't decide. In full bio on Murphy, I was running, got out of the army in 2011. We lived at Lake Tewakini by Tanglewood Marina. So over there in the, you know, close to the Methroplex, but, you know, by. That's the major Methroplex over there. By, yeah. You know, by uh, Lake Tewakini State Park. And I went out running one day, and this little puppy, same thing, looked just like Freckles, just starving. Blood, dried blood on her head or on his head. He followed me back in the house, and we had Daisy, our ch- our beloved chocolate lab, oh, rest in peace. Don't you dare! Yeah. And and uh, That's anyway, my Murph came in, and we've had him ever since. Don't and he's, you dare! Murph is rough around the edges, man. He, he, and he is, well, and we know it. And so he was. I'm saying, I think he's manipulating us now. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And he's, man, I don't know. He he gets mad. You can tell he'll. He'll he'll destroy stuff if he's mad at you. I think he's Irish. Yeah, no, he's a great dog though. I love him. Like I say, I love I love him until he puts me through that. Right. And I won't deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Like a dog is to be like we domesticated them, and he broke my spirit. Like that's what I'm saying. Like there was there were some important lessons learned on this whole deal, and like I say, by the end of it. I mean, you know, like when I when we when I was loading up last or when y'all got back, what was that Friday? Loaded Remy had all my stuff in. Murph wanted to come, and I turned around and Freckles was already in the truck. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like she was going with us. So, yeah. so the piece was made, but it it really it makes you it humbles you, I guess, to say I'm in control of nothing. Yeah, right. if yeah. this little dog is going to cause me this much 
distress. Yeah. Murph and put the shot color on you. He did. He absolutely yeah. did. And uh, so we got back, and the next day I let Murph and Freckles out, or I'm actually feeding the cows just like you were. I look up; they're nowhere to be found. It only happened three times in 14 days. Think about yeah. that. And it was only in Murph all three times, yeah. you know. But yeah, they like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. He was testing you. Now. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, where are they at? And I call them. I whistle. I ring the bell. I do the Murph call, and uh, I don't find him. I jump in my Ranger, but this time I jump in too hard because I'm I'm I'm, you know, I'm tense. I hit my head on the on the sound bar, mm-hmm. which I have a big knot on my head from that. But I drive over by the thing. Or actually, I look out, and I see Murph running down Highway 19. <laughs> and uh, oh, It's funny now. It's funny to me. Yeah. yeah. I yell at him. He comes back. And then the next time. You must have had your nuts up in your chin. Yeah, that's what Pat would say. The second time he ran off, I went over behind uh, the electrician's house and everything over here. Mm-hmm. They run across the thing right by the horse, that's, and they run up under. And I spank them. They get in the, they get in the ranger. We come back. So now that fast forward to till today to today, and on Amazon I bought this uh, shock collar that you can train a dog with. So it's a it, invisible fence, invisible electric fence, and uh, I I've always been against these. But Murph, if we don't do something, he's gonna get run over on the highway 19. And mind you, my house is about 200 yards at least from highway 19, 300 yards maybe. Coyotes too, man. He's has he ever yeah. been around no, that kind of thing? No, coyote yeah. would eat him alive. Even though he is part coyote, that's why yes. we that's why we call this this ranch Lost Coyote Ranch. It's named after Murph. Yeah. So if something were to happen to Murph, it would be a disaster. <sighs> He's taking advantage of the situation. So we got a shot collar today, and we were testing it out on it. it. Worked great, and but when I put it on him, I didn't have to do anything. He minded. Better than he's ever mined before, just by putting the collar on. I didn't even have to shock him. The only time he got zapped is whenever he went 60 meters from the house. It hit him, and he came back, and we, we you know, we petted him or whatever, and that was it. Uh, so I'm actually a believer because Murph's been at my feet since that happened. He's not dumb. Yeah. And um, so anyway, I just had to show like my dog who's boss, and um. He's a great dog, but you know, he has he's some, a good boy. He has some disciplinary issues, and I'm doing as it as do I. I'm yeah. doing it for his own safety, man. I saw him going down 19. I'm like, okay, if he gets hit, where am I going to bury this guy? And I don't want to do that. There wouldn't be much to bury, I imagine. Yeah, because people are not slowing down. Besides that one redneck Slow with down. a heart of gold, man. Yes, exactly. And but, again, like that changed my whole. I. The whole experience, you know, like it, that guy and 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 Murph, yeah, it made a difference. It it made some things happen. So, man, I really appreciate you watching the house while we were gone. I'm sorry, Murph, put you through this, but uh, this shot collar <laughs> training collar thing that we had. Murph, we, as soon as we put it on, man, he was the best boy ever, and I don't even have to use it. So no. we'll see what happens. I'm going to put that, that invisible fence at my fence, and if he goes out there, it'll give him a little zap or whatever. We had a good time, man. He's a good boy. He just, you know, again, I'm, I worry about his safety more than anything than, you know, 
He needs to listen. Everybody needs to listen. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that where we're going to end this episode? Well, I mean, we got called out to go yeah. look at a leaky pipe. Leak. So, you know, I don't know. So, we have a, some rental houses. It's not my and fault. Got somebody with possible leaks. So, we got to look at that. Uh, thank you, Patrick, for being on again. Thank you, Sam. This ain't going to be your last time. I, I love you, man. I'm here. I'm here. I love to you. To be here with you and, and produce and help in any way. We've got a lot of stories to talk to tell. Thanks for watching Murphy and Freckles. I love those on. babies. I love them. We had a good they're time. Good. And they're sorry. They don't mean to misbehave. You no, know? they. We, we left on a good note. Like I said, when I was loading up, Freckles jumped in the truck and was going home with mm. me, which I would love to take her out to our, our hunting place in West Texas and uh, because I would feel safe. You know what I mean? My dog's well, worthless. She's beautiful and lovely. Right. And, and Freckles would definitely get enough food for the whole party. But <laughs> yeah, you uh, wouldn't have to hunt. You just turn her loose. So let's right. recap. We started out talking about beer and uh, yeah, Texas history. We we taste tested the new Lone Star Mexican Cerveza. Uh huh. And it's uh, very good. We've transitioned to Lone Star Light now, and uh, it's very good. We talk about favorite beers. Patrick brought up Coors Original. I'm also a fan of that. However, Stella is Ashley's favorite, one of my Stella favorites. Artois. Delicious. But Lone Star Light, National Beer of Texas, I'm going to give that. That's the official beer sponsor. They haven't paid us any money yet, but that's the official beer sponsor of uh, the Sam Dean Podcast. Welcome. Thank you to Van Zant Coffee. Uh, we talked about Texas history a little bit. Um, we talk about the funny story of Patrick watching the house and the dogs running off. and wasn't funny then. Everything that ensued. Uh, I do want to talk about hunting season, though. So, Lost Coyote Ranch is a hunting lease. We have a bunkhouse that's $75 a night. It's got three beds, full bath, outdoor kitchen, fire pit. Awesome place to rent out for your hunts. We have deer hunting. Uh, we have these awesome huge bucks. I've got game cameras. We've got two feeders. We've got two brand-new Dillon uh, fiberglass blinds kick ass it's an awesome place to come out bow hunt uh, deer hunt hog hunt yeah uh, we, we got, got some pigs tremendous amount of pigs out here so hit us up we're on facebook lost cody ranch hunting lease right on the potawatomi <laughs> potawatomi potawatomi so <laughs> just a bunch of potawatomi boys out yeah. here but anyway thanks for listening and if you want to sponsor hit me up and uh, we'll talk about your business on our Sam Dean podcast. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.